let's go to the rural news with Sally Murphy in Christchurch. Uh, kia ora, Sally. Uh, farmer confidence plums new depths. Just how bad is it? Kia ora, Max. While Federated Farmers has recorded the lowest level of confidence in the sector in the 14 years it's been surveying farmers. Of the 1,100 farmers surveyed, 65% considered the current economic conditions to be bad. That's a 17% drop from the last survey in July. And nearly 82% expect conditions to get worse in the next year. Federated Farmers President Andrew Hoggard says numerous factors are behind the record low result. Climate change uh, legislation, ETS. Secondly was banks, interest rates. So I guess, you know, inflation would be wrapped up in that. And regulation compliance costs and then input costs were viewed as a concern with the war in Ukraine. Been huge increases in the cost of fertiliser and fuel, which has uh, been felt pretty hardly on farms. Mr Hoggart says there are knock-on effects. Profit margins being squeezed means farmers will spend less on farm improvements and new technology. He says there are things could be done to ease the burden. I think if there was to be a bit of a, a sign that some of these things that were giving concern were going to be rethought or taken off the table, that's one thing the government does have control of. It doesn't have a lot of control over the war in Ukraine and fuel prices and fertiliser prices, but... The regulations, that's one part that it does have control over. Andrew Hoggart says increasing migrant worker numbers would also make it easier for farmers struggling with a tight labour market. Saturated Pukekohe soil started drying out over the weekend, allowing growers to get back to work. The area, which grows nearly half of New Zealand's vegetables, suffered a lot of damage in the recent storms. Pukekohe Vegetable Growers Association President Kirit Makin says very unwelcome rain fell again on Sunday night and conditions are still extremely challenging. But he says onions that were drying out on fields should be collected up this week and more onions will be lifted for drying, but that's weather-dependent. Mr Makin says growers have been able to get onto paddocks to apply chemicals and greens are being harvested too. There's no, no real issues there. Yeah. Everybody's sort of feeding the pinch. I think uh, the guys like the like spinach crops and stuff have, have lost a bit, quite a bit of traction just because of the wet weather. So uh, there's varying degrees of uh, how every, all the different crops have been affected. Kirit Macon says the normal rolling rotation of planting new vegetables has been disrupted but should get underway very soon. Pastoral farmers who had farm tracks and culverts washed away in the floods are queuing up for bulldozers. Auckland Federated Farmers President Alan Cole says contractors are going from farm to farm repairing access routes. He says a couple of properties near the mouth of the Waikato River still had significant flooding on Friday. Mr Cole says the government declaring a medium adverse event for the northern half of the North Island has been very helpful as it gives farmers the financial flexibility to spread bills across different tax years. The Ministry for Primary Industries says an animal welfare inspector will be visiting the Waikato farm where 50,000 chickens died in a fire yesterday. Two of the 12 barns at the Z Gold farm in Orini were destroyed in the fire. Vets are monitoring the health of the birds in the other barns. Fire crews haven't yet established what caused the blaze. Meanwhile, the ministry says it's investigating from an animal welfare perspective and will visit the site. Sea Gold Nutrition Chief Executive John McKay told Morning Report the priorities yesterday were staff safety and animal welfare. The key thing of yesterday was getting the power back on and the water and the food and 
and things to the to the birds that we still have there on site, um, and that worked really well. Today we moved to continuing to work with the with the uh, fire and emergency services about what caused the fire, and we need to we need to dig into that. Um, and we're also moving into right now now that we can uh, look at it uh, through fresh eyes today. Um, how, how do we get that that building replaced and and get back into production in those sheds as quickly as we possibly can? John McKay says the fire won't have a material impact on the national egg supply, which has been under significant strain since a ban on battery cages came into force at the start of the year. And staying with the egg shortage, rural supply store Farmlands says there has been an increase in people wanting chicken food and hen-raising-related products. Spokesperson Daniel Hurd says chicken category sales were already increasing before the egg shortage, but there have definitely been more customers coming in, with especially strong grain feed sales over January. We are definitely seeing um, new customers come in for advice on, on how to keep chickens. And uh, we, we produce a helpful guide called the Chook Book, which is available on the NRM website. This is important to us because it provides customers all the advice about how they, they look after their chickens. It's really important to us that all animal owners are responsible around how they raise and, and keep um, animals. Daniel Hurd says Farmlands hasn't broken the statistics down for who is purchasing chicken products, but he believes it's both lifestyle and urban homeowners. The crop-destroying pest fall armyworm has been discovered in central Otago for the first time. In an update to growers, the Foundation of Arable Research says the bug was found in a fodder beet paddock. It says all South Island maize and sweet corn crops should be checked and any discoveries of fall armyworm reported to the Ministry of Primary Industries. First found in New Zealand last February, the foundation says adult fall armyworm are being detected in high numbers in Northland and there is evidence to show a third generation of larvae is imminent. And just lastly, a King Country shearer smashed the solo woman's eight-hour strong wool shearing record in Southland at the weekend. 29-year-old Sasha Bond shore 601 sheep at Fairlight Station near Lake Wakatipu on Saturday, beating the previous record held by Canadian shearer Pauline Delay by 91 sheep. And that's the rural news for today. Koe rā te porongo o te tai whenua.